Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Welcome to church today. I believe that God wants to encourage us all and stir us up. It's going to challenge us. And let's be honest, most of us don't like the word challenge because it usually means something has to change. But it can be a good thing because if we are wanting to move forward in our lives, it can be a really good thing. So today I want to invite you to lean in, not just with your head, but with your heart as well. Allow God to move in your heart today. And I've got a question for everyone. How many of you love the beach? I love the beach. I just don't like cold beaches. We go camping every year at the beach and man, that water is cold. But I remember growing up, spending our December holidays with, at my grandmother's beach house in Durban. And those Durban has some stunning, warm beaches. And it doesn't feel like that in, in the Western Cape when we enter. It feels like we've just entered into the North Pole. Uh, to be honest, if you have to wear a wetsuit in the middle of summer, that water is cold. But the one thing about the ocean is that there are currents, there are riptides, there are sandbanks. So there are so many things that we have to think about when swimming in the ocean. And let's be honest, we don't. We run into the ocean, we swim, we have so much fun. Eventually after sometimes hours, minutes, whatever it is, we turn around and what has happened? We find that we have ended up a hundred meters down the beach from where we entered in to swim in the beginning. And sometimes depending on the beach, that you're at there might be a lifeguard there shouting blowing a whistle waving his hands to tell you that you are of course that you are drifting and so we end up having to get back out and then we go back to where we started we get back in we swim 10 minutes later 10 minutes go by guess what again we 100 meters down the beach we ended up drifting down the beach again and so often in life we have entered into one entered into life in one place but we're not where we are because we have drifted and both Camille and myself, we, we've been chatting to so many people and it just got me thinking about the challenges that we are facing as humans because we can drift in our faith, our, our marriages, our hopes and dreams. And today, the purpose of this message is to call us back from that drift in our hearts. The purpose of today's message is to call us back from the drift that so easily happens in our lives because I want us to move forward in our lives. And I do believe God is calling us back and saying, hey, you're drifting. In the middle of the drift of our lives, I want you to know this. And it's a simple statement, but it has so much weight and power behind it. And it's this, God is faithful. Now say it with me, God is faithful. Declare it over your life today. God is faithful. And I felt like God saying, in the currents of our lives, when life is trying to steal us from the, the presence and the power and the anointing and the purpose of God in our lives, we can drift. We can drift in our belief. But I believe God is calling us back in our faith because we serve a loyal, firm, committed and unmovable God. Today he is standing on the shore of our life and he's calling us back from the drift. And you need to know something about a lifeguard. They don't call you back into the shore because they don't like you. No, they can see things you can't. They know things that you don't. And they, all they want to do is make sure that you don't drown and that 
that's why they end up calling you back. And I'm trying to be like that lifeguard today because I want to help you move forward. I'm inviting you today to allow this message to call you back to safety. And for that to happen, you must be reminded today that God is faithful. He is faithful to His Word, His, his church, His promises, and He is faithful to you. So I don't know where you are in the currents of your life today, but know this, God is faithful. So let's open the Word of God today. Let His Word be like the lifeguard's whistle today and help pull you back. Are you ready? Psalm 89, 1-2 and verse 8, it says, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you have established your faithfulness in heaven itself. Jump to verse 8, it says, Who is like you, Lord Almighty? You, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. Lamentations 3, 22-24 says, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in Him. Come on. James 1, 16-18 says, So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the light in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us His true word. And we, out of all creation, became His prized possessions. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 2 Timothy 2, 1, uh, 11 to 13 says this, This is a trustworthy saying. If we die with Him, we will also live with Him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with Him. If we deny Him, He will deny us. If we are unfaithful, He remains faithful. He cannot deny who He is. See, God is faithful. That is who He is. That is exactly who He is. And the definition of faithful is this. It means to be firm in devotion to. God is firm in His commitment to you. He is firm in His loyalty to you. He is firm in His devotion towards you. God does not have His up or down days towards you. You know, it's kind of like those friends that you have who are sports fans. And the only time you ever hear from them is when their team is winning. That, you know those kind of friends that you have, those uh, sports fans, you know those. They're, the, uh, they're only talking about uh, to you when things are going well with their team. They, they, they want a reason to brag, but when their team is losing, they go quiet. See, God is not like a sports fan who rides up on your good results, but leaves you on your down days. God is faithful. He is with you on the mountains and He is with you in the valleys. He is loyal towards you. And when I read the verse in Hebrews 13 verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same God that led the Israelites out of the Red Sea. He is the same God that is faithful to you today. The same God that provided for your yesterday will provide for your today and your future as well. You need to remind yourself today that God is faithful. 
I don't know who I'm talking to today, but so often we can doubt the faithfulness of God. But you know what I've realized about our faithfulness towards God? It's this. Often, it is not that we are willingly unfaithful towards God. What I mean by that is like when we jump into the tide, uh, when we live our lives, we can get distracted. Think about the ocean again. When you get into swim, you don't intentionally want to drift. You don't do it because you intentionally are trying to be unfaithful towards the lifeguard or the boundaries that have been set. I really think most of us want to love God and honor Him and know Him and worship Him. And we want to love God well and we want to be in a relationship with Him. We don't drift because of our intentional unfaithfulness towards Him. We drift because of our, our forgetfulness towards Him. You see, in the ocean, you drift because you forget where you are uh, in the tides. You forget where you are in relation to where the lifeguard told you it is safe to swim. And you need to be reminded today. And when you read the Bible, the Israelites got a bad rap for complaining about God. If you read, like, they always were complaining. And so after they came out of the Red Sea and found themselves in the desert, God made them sing the same song about what God has done for them. So that they would not forget all the miracles God had worked for them and the way in which He had saved them. And sometimes we are like the Israelites because we have drifted in our lives. We doubt the faithfulness of God. We forget the moments he, he, um, had, We had in His presence. We forget the times we ca He came through for us when there seemed to be no way. We forget. But today, He wants us to remember. God is faithful over your life today. As Christians, you would have heard, we need to have faith. And that is so true. But you need to understand that God had faith for you before you had faith for Him. Ephesians 1, 4-5 says, Even before He made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into His family by bringing us to Himself through Jesus Christ. This is what He wanted to do. And to give Him and it gives Him great pleasure. See, that's the gospel right there. Before you were good, God was good for you. Before you are faithful to God, He is already faithful to you. And so often I think we think to ourselves that we need to find faithfulness. But let's read this verse again, Lamentations 3, 22 to 24. It says, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to you, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in Him. I don't get hope and then realize the faithfulness of God. I understand the faithfulness of God in my worst days, in my doubts and in my fears, and that understanding gives me hope. I don't get cleaned to take a bath. Let's submit it that way. I don't have to get cleaned up to take a bath. God is faithful towards me. God is faithful towards us. And that should give us great hope. And today I want to call us back in our hearts from the drift in our lives. I want to remind us that God is faithful to us. Because there are some things that God is faithful to that we really need to understand. 
And you need to be, remind yourselves that what God is faithful to has stood the test of time. Despite what is happening in the world around us or what is going on with our, uh, the, our finances and the interest rates, His faithfulness has stood the test of time and we need to remind ourselves of that again and again. So the first thing, God is faithful to His Word. See, God is faithful to the Word that He has spoken over your life. Listen to this, Isaiah 55 verse 11, it says, It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper wherever I send it. What has God spoken of your life? Because he is faithful towards his word. And if God is faithful to his word, then you need to speak and you need to learn to speak his word over your situation. The second thing is God is faithful to his name. John 14, 11 says this. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the father. God is faithful to his name. And so, so when you declare the name of Jesus over your family, over your marriage, over your workplace, know this. God is faithful to his name. It is, his name is above every other name. His name's above anxiety. His name's above depression. His name's above every other name. His name's above fear. So whatever you're facing, declare the name of Jesus over it because he is faithful towards it. Say it with me. God is faithful. See, God is faithful to his word. He is faithful to his name and he is, number three, he is faithful to his promises. Did you know that a study was done and there are 8,810 promises in the word of God? Psalm 145 verse 13 says this, For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. You rule throughout all generations. The Lord always keeps his promises. He is gracious in all he does. I'm going to read that second last line again. The Lord always keeps his promises. See, he is faithful to all 8,810 promises in his word. He is faithful. So God is faithful to his word. He is faithful to his name. He is faithful to his promises. And number four, God is faithful to his church. See, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. See, society will try and tell us that the church is old-fashioned and that it is on its way out. But God is faithful to his church and that his faithfulness will never end. The Bible tells us that God will build his church and that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. See, God is faithful to his word. And when you speak his word over your life, he is faithful to it. He is faithful to his name. When you declare the name of Jesus over your situation, he is faithful to his promises. You need to speak those promises over yourself. He is faithful to his church, the holy church. And the last thing is God is faithful to his people. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says, God will make this happen for he who calls you is faithful. Now I want to read Deuteronomy 7 and I want to read it over every single one of you today. 7 verse 7 to 9. It says this, The Lord did not set his heart 
on you and chose you because you were more numerous than other nations. For you were the smallest of all nations. How many of you feel small sometimes? And he didn't choose you because you were small or the biggest, but rather, verse, verse 8 says, it was simply that the Lord loves you and he was keeping the oath that he had sworn to your ancestors. That is why the Lord rescued you with such a strong hand from your slavery and from the oppressive hand of the Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands. I love that. So today, be encouraged. Go back to your families, your workplaces, your marriage, and declare that God is faithful. This is important because as we drift in life, as we drift from the, from the faithfulness and the trust that we once had in God, we end up so far away from where we started. And we are a long way from His love and His promises and everything that He has for us. You see, when we drift, we need to understand that the, the lifeguard on the beach doesn't move the whole swimming area because you have drifted. Instead, He waves us back and we come back to where we need to be. We return to where we went in in the beginning to swim. And so often we want God to pack up everything and move everything down the beach and the whole swimming area and everything to where we have drifted. And often you will hear people make a statement like, God needs to change with the times. No, God doesn't change with the times. The times change with God. And when we drift in our lives, we need to raise our hands up and say, God, I need to return to you. Because in our hearts we can drift. Because we can put our trust in so many different things and neglect to remember the faithfulness of our God. But today we are being called back. He is saying to you and me today, and he's saying to everyone, he's calling everyone, he's all you who are weary, all you who are heavy laden, all you who have drifted. And today, no matter where you are, I just want to call you back and say, God is faithful. Today, there are people listening and you have had dreams in your life and now you have drifted on the tides of pressure, anxiety, fear, stress. I just want to call you back and say God is faithful to you today. He is faithful to the word he has spoken over you. And there are people that have given everything to God and that fire that once was bur a burning flame is now an ember. Today... God is blowing on that ember and he is saying, I am faithful. Return to me. God, God's not going to move down the beach towards you. You're going to have to start moving back up the beach towards God. You're going to have to start making your way back to God. So where are you today in your heart? Right now, I want you, if you feel comfortable wherever you are, to just close your eyes and just take in the presence of God right now every head bow, every eye closed because this is just just taking the presence maybe you have drifted in your life maybe you drifted in your heart and today you're wanting to get back to god the the awesome thing is as soon as you start walking towards god he will always come running towards you and he walks back to where you started together i love that 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 picture of god and maybe you don't know jesus at all but you want to allow him into your heart. 
to experience that goodness, that love and that faithfulness that He has for you. It doesn't matter where you have been, what you have done, or even how far you have drifted down the beach. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. It's, it says that His mercies are new every morning. He has set up an eternal life for you. So if that is you and you're saying, I want to invite Jesus into my heart. I know I've been doing life without Him. I've been doing it on my own. And today I want to commit to Him. Maybe you had a relationship with Him and for some reason you let it slip. You have drifted. Today you can repent. That means turn around and turn towards Him. He has never turned from you. And I'm going to count to three. And if that is you, I want you to just where you're at, just pray this simple prayer with me and it will change your life. One, Jesus loves you. Two, there's nothing you have done, can do, will do that will separate that love. Three, make that decision today. You see, it is not a religion. This is a daily relationship with the one who loves you right down to your very core. And if that is you, why don't you just pray this prayer with me? Repeat it after me. It goes like this. It's a simple prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross to save me. That I can call you my Lord and Savior from today onwards. Thank you for this amazing gift. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I want to say congratulations. Be the first one to congratulate you to the start of the rest of your life. And until we meet again, share hope. Show kindness and shine Jesus.